It's the show the establishment warned you about. And welcome back to the Dr. Tommy Show. We are here broadcasting from the free state of Florida, and we are glad you're here with us today. It is a wonderful end to the week because we're having a little bit of a cold weather snap, although Tracy is not a big fan. And it's also going to keep us out of our pool. But, hey, whatever. It's better to be in the 70s than the uh, 30s or the 100s, in my opinion. We hope you all are having a good week. Got a few things to go over this uh, fine Friday. I don't know how many of you have uh, been following the news and uh, seen this on Capitol Hill. They had this fox that was running around, and it bit a couple people, actually. It bit, I think it bit nine people. Yeah, this is from Breitbart. Fox News, uh, or sorry, Fox test positive for rabies after biting nine people on Capitol Hill. And then guess what happened? A fox that menaced Capitol Hill earlier this week, biting congressman, a U.S. congressman, and at least eight other people has tested positive for rabies. That's bad. That is bad news for you. If you have a fox bite you and you have rabies, you have to go get the... Uh, uh, rabies prophylaxis or with the immunoglobulin it's four doses of rabies vaccine given over two weeks it provides protection while the vaccine helps your body's immune system you know rabies is untreatable uh, basically once you have it if you don't get treated it's pretty much you're not going to make it and so that's something that you should be uh, worried about anytime you get bit by a stray animal and unfortunately, if you don't have the, uh, if you don't know what the animal did is, is, uh, as far as rabies, you have to have the shots. That's the best thing to do. Had a patient once that had a raccoon pet and, uh, she, uh, got bit by her raccoon pet. And then she said, well, I'm not going to uh, get the rabies vaccine because, uh, rabies is not he- uh, carried by raccoons, but in actuality it, it is very much so carried by raccoons it's not carried so much by rodents interestingly enough you'd think that rats and stuff would carry that more had to look that up recently because a patient got bit by a rat what do you know this is a this is kind of this is a predictable thing that you hear from the media and also from uh uh the politicians so this is uh from breitbart Joe Biden responds to Sacramento shooting by pushing existing gun control. <laughs> so this is this is always happens. Every time these uh, politicians start talking about um, what, what, what are we going to do now? You know, it's always about the gun. It's always about the gun. It's never about the the psycho who did the crime. It's always about the gun because the gun, like you like you see in New York City and Chicago, you know, Washington D.C., all these mayors, they always talk about how their their crime problem is so bad, the murder rate is so high in their state or city because of the guns. It's like the guns are out there just randomly shooting people, emerging from the uh, lock cases where they're kept, picking the locks, loading themselves, and then walking around shooting people. You know. I don't know. Anyway, it says uh, Joe Biden responded to Sacramento shooting by pushing gun laws in the state of California already has in place. That's what Biden said. President said, ban ghost guns require. Now, they say he said this. He did technically say this. He read it from the teleprompter. This is how he read it. Uh, Ban ghost guns require background checks for all gun sales, ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines. 
Anyway, all this stuff. It's a, so basically, California has already banned ghost guns. California has required background check on all gun sales since 1990. You know, this is California we're talking about. So of course they're going to have all of these laws. That's why you know that's what's amazing is before they go run to the camera, you'd think they'd do some basic um, research or their crew would do some basic research to find out. You know, is anything we're going to say going to be uh, new? It's not. But that being said. This is not meant to be taken seriously. This is just meant to say we need more gun control. That's what they they don't want to just come out and say that because then it seems like, well, their gun they want to ban guns. What they do though is they they say all these things that we need to do, which are gun control, but they're already done. So California has already banned uh, required or required California has already required background checks on all gun sales since nineties. California has banned quote assault weapons since the nineteen nineties. California bans, quote, high-capacity magazines. These are all things that he wanted. Uh, and then Gavin Newsom is pushing to allow private citizens to sue gun makers. This is the stupidest thing you've ever seen. You know, they want to sue a gun maker, just like with this, uh, with all these school shootings. They're always trying to sue the gun maker. And God, it's so awful that these kids are, are shot and murdered. But what the hell does a uh, gun manufacturer have to do with it? Unless the gun, like I said, is automatically doing it itself. What what does the gun manufacturer have to do with it? Any more than what does the fork manufacturer have to do with obesity? What does the car manufacturer have to do with cars crashing? What does, you know, you pick it. It's it's really insulting to your intelligence when they get up there. But again, what they're looking for is a headline. And most people will see that and they'll say, well, Joe Biden, gosh, God bless him. Old lunch bucket, Joe. He really is looking out for us. And that piece of garbage, Donald Trump was helping the NRA kill people. And and now Joe Biden's on the scene and he's such a swell guy. And look at him. He's, he wants to ban these ghost guns. You know, Joe Biden has no idea what the hell a ghost gun is, I, I think. I think go, uh, I don't even know what a ghost gun is. I have no idea. I've never heard the term, but it's some term that they've they've done. Uh, they've probably done these uh, focus groups on. You know, uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy's roommate probably did the focus group, uh, and then uh, you know Frank Luntz. That's a weird situation. Frank Luntz and Kevin McCarthy are roommates, but uh, McCarthy's married and his family lives in a different state. And yeah, it's just odd. Anyway, that's that's probably who ran these uh, these. Uh, focus groups and they say well you know what you know what people don't like to hear high capacity magazines let's talk about banning those you know what they don't like to hear uh let's they don't like to hear that people didn't have background checks let's let's say let's say there has to be background checks meanwhile every one of these things is already done every one of these things is already a law but what it does is it gives these politicians cover for for being able to uh just just say look look at all the hard work we're doing and uh if people would just listen to us then then everything would be all right. This falls directly in line with this next thing. It's about COVID. It says the CDC warns that teen mental state is in steep decline. This is again, this is from the blaze. It says uh, the past week, the U S centers of disease control and prevention indicated that American teenagers are experiencing a steep decline in mental health in response to the COVID-19 pandemic and COVID lockdown protocols. Okay, so they show up, they, they cause all this havoc, they, 
they instigate all of these lockdowns and everything. And then they come out and say, look what we found out that we found out that the COVID lockdowns are, are making teens mental health in steep decline. And now we should do something about it. So again, you're supposed to say, well, look at the CDC, the boy, they're on top of things. They are noticing now that the teen mental health is in steep decline. And of course, it has nothing to do with anything the CDC did. Uh, you know, the CDC was involved in all kinds of stupid lockdown procedures uh, from, from you know, I don't even know where they got these little um, circles, the, the, the Fauci circles from, that idea. I was actually in um, a store the other day, and I was glad to see that they had peeled up the Fauci circles, those big lots, and they had filled, peeled up the Fauci circles. And but you know this is what the cdc does you know the cdc says that you have to have fauci circles on the ground you have to oh they took the plexiglass down in our publics thank god and then um but then they say look look at what we've done you know all these smart things that we've done and then they come back and the next day they say oh you know teen mental health's on steep decline i don't know we don't know what to do it's just so stupid and here's what they said here is this is a this is interesting. This is from uh, the Blaze. Like I said, it says uh, Catherine. Uh, it says this is funny. Implying there is a biological difference between men and women. Kathleen A. Ether, head of the CDC's Division of Adolescent and School Health, said that the school, said recently concluded surveys showed male and female students having vastly different results. Female students are far worse off than their male peers. See, that's to me. Uh, I think that's kind of, isn't that not right? You're not supposed to do that. Like the blaze points out here, they're implying that there's a difference between men and women. I mean, we're not supposed to do that. That's not, that's not allowed, but, uh, but to circle back on that, the Washington post reported the survey quote, underscored the vulnerability of certain students, including LGBTQ. And that's not, that's not correct. This something more than that. I think it's IA two plus or something like that. Anyway, underscored the vulnerability of certain students, including LGBTQ youth and students who are being treated unfairly because of their race. So this is contradictory because then this ethier person says that female students are worse off than their male peers. Who's to say what a female and a male is? And what? I mean, is she a biologist? Like uh, uh, the the new uh, newly confirmed justice said that you know she couldn't tell what a female was because she wasn't a biologist. But the important thing is is that these these people were harmed mentally by these lockdowns, and that's that's part of it. What what else has been harmed by the lockdowns? Well, people lost their livelihoods people lost their jobs and uh people were just uh a lot of people were in depression i mean you hear all the people that put on weight people who put off cancer screenings and all these things so much so that the hospitals had to do these advertisements of people standing around in masks and smiling patients in masks saying hey it's safe to come in here it's safe to come get your uh you know your health services because they scared people to death about leaving their house if they if covid or once COVID was around, because COVID is going to get them. You know, this is this is Fauci. Here he goes. This is from Breitbart. Fauci says it's unlikely U.S. will see a surge in the coronavirus cases in the fall. Well, that's bad news, because that means that there will. Uh, it's likely they will. Oh, I'm sorry. That's good news. See. A couple of weeks ago, I had a report that there was bad news coming because Dr. Fauci said there wasn't going to be a surge. And I said, because Fauci said there's not going to be a surge, 
that's that's bad news for us and we need to hunker down we need to stock up on toilet paper we need to uh just you know go back to the way it was before buy some more mask and everything buy some more hand sanitizer all that stuff because he said dr fauci said there was not going to be a surge uh so that means there was be a surge well now you can Maybe you can return some of that sanitizer that you bought. Maybe return some of the mask you bought because Fauci says it's likely U.S. will see a surge in coronavirus cases this fall, meaning there probably will not be a surge because Dr. Fauci is usually wrong. Now, here's a problem. Between now and the fall, Dr. Fauci will probably change this position again several more times. So it's kind of like the groundhog. You know, we don't know until the groundhog gets out of his hole if there's going to be more winter or not. We don't know up until the day that the fall happens, depending on what Fauci had said the previous week, we don't know whether or not to be scared to death or be uh, be happy like normal. Because if he says there's going to be a surge, there won't be a surge. If he says there won't be a surge, then there will be a surge. Uh, this is what Dr. Fauci said. I, I think it's likely they will see a surge in the fall. Again, when we talk about these things, these are uncharted waters for us for this virus. If one talks about the flu or other infections in which you have decades and decades of experience, you can predict with some degree of accuracy what you might see. I would think we're going to expect that we'll see some increase in cases as you get into the colder weather in the fall, which, of course, is common sense. You don't have to be Dr. Fauci 50 years in the government service to know that in the colder weather, there is more virus. And now we've seen that the virus is likely here forever. Thank you, CCP. So the virus is likely here forever. Hopefully, hopefully it's just going to become another cold virus because it is a from a family of cold viruses, coronaviruses. But, you know, it, it doesn't take a, a, a rocket scientist to know that in the colder weather in the fall, you're going to see increasing cases of viruses including flu, including colds, including this coronavirus, including other coronaviruses. You know that this Fauci, uh, this Fauci, um, this uh, Fauci, what do they call it? Ideology that these people have for Fauci, where they think he is just, he's just, he's just the smartest guy. He's out there looking for us. He and the CDC are, 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 are the ones who've told us all these things throughout the years uh, that, sometimes are not true and sometimes are completely false. You know, I just saw, we got an email from, um, uh, the department of health. So the department of health said, Florida is now the only state. I believe that's what said in the union that is offering monoclonal antibodies that you can get because the FDA has recently ruled that one of the other monoclonal antibodies, which was being used is no longer available. It's outlawed. And the reasoning is, is because it's not effective. Okay, so that's the, that. It, it's not because it's killing people. It's not because it's it's got some toxic metabolite in it that causes your liver to shut down and you have imminent death. It doesn't even cause myocarditis, but it's not effective. So they're saying now that you can't get the you can't get this monoclonal body because it's not effective. Okay, tell me tell me which which of the uh, few next people had an effective uh, treatment or I'm sorry an effective immunization. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Jen Psaki, uh, any of the number of people that you know who have been double triple vaccinated, boosted, and everything who have got coronavirus. These people 
had a vaccine that is purported to cause immunity, to give you immunity. Of course, it wasn't effective. We all know this, right? So what, what's the deal with re- removing this other one off the market now because it's not effective when the vi- vaccine itself is not effective? Now, that will get me banned. That, that might be it. I might not be on YouTube anymore. If it just shut down, then go to you know one of the MP3 places. You know, Go to iHeartRadio. Go to Spotify or whatever you want to use, Apple Podcasts. And then you can use that or go to Rumble because what I just said there probably got me is completely true, a hundred percent true, but it, it was, it's not allowed to be said at this point. Now, maybe in the future it'll be allowed to be said, but at this point it's not allowed to be said, but either way, uh, so the vaccines, you know, are, are not effective at preventing coronavirus. Now what the caveat is they say now is that, well, the vaccines prevent serious illness and that's why uh, Nancy Pelosi who's you know triple vaccinated boosted up to the you know she that's why she has no symptoms they say or, or very few symptoms because of the vaccine and that may be true but the point is is the vaccine was made to prevent COVID it doesn't work right it doesn't prevent COVID yet it's still allowed not only is it allowed many places it's still mandated many places people have still lost jobs and uh, but then they take this monoclonal antibody off the shelf because it wasn't effective. Uh, there is the but, but Florida apparently has one that is still on the market. That being said, I my prediction is that it's going to be that's going to be next. That won't be next. There will be no more monoclonal antibodies available because they're not effective. And the reason that and I think that's going to be next because <clears throat> Biden basically doesn't like Florida. And why doesn't he like Florida is because uh, there is a very successful governor here who has been able to show that a lot of this lockdown nonsense is is nonsense. Um, so anyway, there's an interesting two thing. I didn't print it out, but there was a guy in uh, Germany, I believe it was, who was selling vaccine passports because uh, people don't want to get the vaccine, but they need the passport so they can you know buy buy a loaf of bread maybe leave their house i don't know get a get a go on vacation maybe buy a ticket to a concert you have to have these passports these vaccine passports people are like i don't want the vaccine vaccine doesn't work i listened to dr tommy show he said it doesn't work anyway so this guy apparently and this is this is reassuring for you people out there who've had the vaccine or maybe are worried about it at least in this case this guy got a I think I said 90 times he's been vaccinated. And because of that, uh, he was doing that to sell the vaccine cards and he did that. And the guy's still alive. So that's good news. I don't know how long he's going to be alive. I don't know what his health condition is, but apparently he was alive at the time of the article and at the time they arrested him. So uh, that's, that's good news for, like I said, for you people who have had the vaccine or worried that there might be some, this guy had 90 vaccines. And actually, back to that point, there was a guy before we reported on who was in India, and he liked the vaccine so much that he he just kept getting them. He got nine at that point. I don't know how many he's had now. They probably stopped them when they found out, but I don't know how many how he had nine. And he said every he said it helped his back pain. It helped you know it helped his mood. Helped him get his. It says his energy was through the roof. I don't know. His libido is probably better. I don't know. It's it's pretty pretty amazing. But back to the vaccines, you know, the CDC, most of you probably know this, but the CDC actually has changed what the definition of a vaccine is on their website. This happened 
and they didn't say this, but this happened about the time that COVID vaccine was shown not to be effective at preventing COVID. You know, if you look back on the tape, uh, this Rachel Walensky, the doctor who runs the CDC, said, if you get COVID or the vaccine, you won't get COVID. Joe Biden said so. Dr. Jill may have even said so. I don't know if she did for sure. But Joe Biden said so. If you get the vaccine, you don't have to worry about it getting it. Clearly, it doesn't work, right? You clearly, you can still get it. And in some cases, there's there's evidence to show, uh, if you read Daniel Horowitz, that it makes you even more likely to get it. But uh, but they changed the definition of the COVID. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, what a vaccine is from a vaccine was something that imparts immunity to then they said, well, it's not a vaccine. A vaccine doesn't impart immunity because this vaccine that we've been pushing all over the place clearly doesn't do that. But what it does do is it helps your immune system. And they say it's a preparation that uh, helps your immune system fight off things. Well, guess what, folks? That's not called a vaccine. That's called a therapeutic. Uh, an antibiotic helps my immune system fight things off. You know that? You know, if I take if, if I take azithromycin, for instance, for for a bacterial infection, uh, upper respiratory bacterial infection, if I take azithromycin, it, it helps my immune system get rid of of the vi- the bacteria. And the way it does that is it stops the. Uh, uh, bacteria from reproducing it's bacteria static right so it's it, it, it the little molecule goes into the ribosome i believe and it binds to the ribosome of the bacteria and then it says you you can't you can't do business anymore you arrest the growth and then the immune system comes in it's they're like providing cover for the immune system and the immune system comes in and wipes out the bacteria all right so am i saying now that z packs a vaccine it's a preparation it helps the immune system respond to infections. Is that is that a vaccine now? Is that what we're calling vaccines? Always be suspicious of, of... I think this is the main thing that I hope people have learned, if they hadn't already. And I think there is more people that believe this now. Do not always follow what the uh, conventional wisdom is. Do not always follow what the government tells you for sure. Uh, do not always follow what politicians tell you and do not always follow what the media says. And I'm not saying that obviously that you can't listen to them, but I'm saying do not always follow them. I think for a very long time, people have just looked to the CDC as one of those institutions that was apolitical. They were just there to do do the Lord's work, give uh, good medical advice and everything. But I saw cracks in the CDC as far as their political agenda a long time ago, because then they started talking about guns and how guns were somehow a disease. And we're going to study guns as a disease and gun violence as a disease. Well, what's the next step? It's like saying we're going to study polio as a disease and we're going to find out that polio is bad. Okay, then what's your next step? You're going to wipe out polio virus, right? To get rid of polio. Well, I think that's what they were working on. They were saying, look, gun violence is a disease. And now what are we going to do? We, well, we got to get rid of this disease. How are we going to do that? Uh, we're going to make sure that people with mental health problems don't get guns. No, 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 no. We're going to get rid of the guns. Or we're going to we're going to uphold laws that were written already that banned all these things. Or we're going to, you know, we're going to throw out people deport people who shoot people like the uh, guy who killed Kate Steinle guy's actually walking free today he shot Kate Steinle it was was ridiculous anyway point is is always be you should always be suspicious 
I'm born with it, I think. I've always been suspicious. And actually, if you read this book, it's called, um, this is for all you Scott Irish people out there, it's called um, Born Fighting. And Born Fighting is about the, the Scott Irish, the history of Scott Irish in America. And Scott Irish people, it says, are, are very suspicious of government. And the reason being is because if you, if you read the history, they were constantly being bombarded by the English um, and, and, and the English would come in and they would they would do the things that you read about now that you used to read about when Obama was president that the ISIS was doing, going in and just leveling whole cities. They would kill everybody, women, children, men, everybody, stack the bodies up. It was the things that, like I said, like when, uh, when uh, Obama was president, that ISIS was doing that they subsequently didn't do anymore when Trump became president. But it had nothing to do with Trump, you know. Anyway. The English did that to the Scots uh, and the Scott Irish were people who who uh, came from Ireland, a part of Ireland to Scotland, and then they became Scott Irish. Anyway, there are some very vicious things that happened. And uh, so they were constantly being assaulted by the English. And so the Scott Irish built up this kind of uh, they, they just did not trust authority. They didn't have a a good feeling about people who were telling them what to do and telling them why. And that's, I think that's like I said, I was born with it. That being said, unfortunately I have to admit now because of ancestry's, uh, snooping in my DNA, it, it turns out that I'm more part, according to ancestry, more part of the hated English than I am. Scott Irish. Actually, Tracy is more Scott Irish than I am. Uh, so that's kind of upsetting, but I still hold true. I say that that's, I was born with it. Speaking of ancestry DNA, if y'all didn't know, there's ancestry DNA you can do. You can find out your heritage, figure out where you came from, blah, blah, blah. There's also some separate things that you can do uh, with ancestry DNA that's kind of cool. You can upload um, your ancestry DNA into these third-party websites and do all these different genetic testings. And I actually recently did a genetic test on myself, and uh, it was for uh, the MTHFR. I don't know if you people have heard that. It's, it's a it's a fairly common uh, thing apparently in uh, in Americans in general, but I think it, Hispanics it was like up to fifteen percent of people who are Hispanic um, ethnicity have this mutation. Anyway, the short of it is is it can cause some problems with homocysteine, this, that, and the other. But anyway, so ancestry DNA. If you upload that. It tells you where you're from, this, that, and the other. You can then give, uh, you can log into these other third-party websites. And I don't, I don't have the name of right off my top of my head, but we looked one up and it's very affordable. You can get like a full panel of genetic testing for like $79. It's pretty cool. Oh, this is interesting. This is uh, from Breitbart. The appeals court upholds huge verdict. Woke Oberlin College must pay $31 million to bakery it smeared as racist. I don't know if you remember this. But there was a there was a bakery that uh, they caught some people stealing. Okay, it says Gibson's Bakery. This is from Breitbart. Gibson's Bakery, 135 year old family business near Oberlin College, fell under attack after a 2016 incident in which the owner's son confronted three black Oberlin students who were stealing wine from the store, according to a report by the Washington Examiner. One of the students was caught stealing wine bottles from the store. Reports Cleveland.com. 
When the suspects were arrested and later admitted shoplifting, the ordeal nonetheless sparked school-sanctioned protests and allegations of racism, which hampered the store's business. In 2019, Lorain County Judge John Moraldi initially awarded the bakery more than $40 million in punitive and compensatory damages. But it was later reduced to $25 million. The bakery is also rewarded more than $6 million for lawyers' fees. Three judges on the Ninth District Court of Appeals have now ruled 3-0, upholding Judge Moraldi's 2019 ruling. This is beautiful. This is beautiful because these, these woke terrorists who are destroying people's lives, wanton destruction of this bakery falsely accusing them of being racist because the people who happened to be stealing were black. So we're, we're to assume according to Oberlin's, uh, uh, I guess Oberlin's, uh, account of things that the only reason these kids were, uh, these students were confronted was because of their skin color, right? Because everything, as we know, and when you're talking about the left, everything must be, you must identify skin color first. That is the most there's no more important feature of a person, according to the left, than their skin color, possibly their genitalia or lack thereof or changing thereof, but mostly skin color. Cause you can see that you can see skin color, you know, and that's what, and once you find their skin color, you can assign them different beliefs that you have about them. And by doing so you're being diverse you're being equitable you're being inclusive you're not however being racist interestingly enough so when you see their skin color and you say look you're uh that color skin i'm going to assign to you these certain beliefs that i have about you and then uh like like uh like we're taught you know we have to be conscious of people's diversity and because of their skin color that means they they feel a certain way and we have to be very uh careful to uh not offend them based on their skin color because we know how they're supposed to feel. We're supposed to say things that aren't offensive to them. That is not racist, apparently. Okay, but anyway, so this these uh, these these people. So we're supposed to think that the baker bakery, if this was let's say three white Oberlin students who were stealing wine, the baker's son would have just said, "Yeah, take it, have at it," you know. Uh, or if it, you know, three Hispanics, you know, just have at it. Or maybe, maybe if it was a, a mixed package, maybe if there was one black student and two white students, they would have just attacked the black student and the white students, they would have said, just, just take it all. But it's good that these people are held to account. These, uh, uh, like I said, these, uh, the left wing, uh, uh, terrorists really they they terrorize with their ideology. They terrorize people. They run them out of their businesses. And they're going to have to pay now. And I don't know if they're going to pay it ever. Uh, a lot of times these things don't ever get paid. This is a $31 million award is the largest defamation verdict in Ohio history. If, if they got that, I'm curious to know what Nick Sandman got from CNN and uh, wherever else he sued and they settled with him. I'm curious to know. I have a feeling, though, he's not hurting for money. Speaking of colleges... American Greatness. This is a great website if you ever looked at it. amgreatness.com. American Greatness. It says, Ditching College. And it says, It is imperative that we finally recognize, despite all social pressure to contrary, college is not for everyone. While much of the media has descended into pearl clutch mode over the recent college exit, a reset has been long overdue. 
So it says the clearinghouse reports that women make, okay, da, da, da. it says for students who graduated high school in 2020, college enrollment was down 21% compared to the prior year. So that because I was, wow, the media has descended in a pearl clutch mode over the recent college exit has been, a reset has long been overdue. That's right. You know, there's so many people. I was out there the other day working on my lawnmower. I didn't want to work on my lawnmower, but I know if I try to get my lawnmower fixed, it's going to take six weeks because that's what it took last time. And I don't have six weeks to wait. I mean, my lawn would be too too big by then, obviously. And I'm not going to push mow it. It's an acre. And Tracy's not going to either. And we don't have a lawn man. So, you know, it falls to us. falls to me to fix this lawnmower. So I had to fix the lawnmower. And I was fixing this thing. And I had to take apart a bunch of stuff. And I had to pull the rod out, the steering rod, and put the rod back in. I had to crawl in. Anyway, I said to, my, I said to Tracy, I said, I wish that some of these college students would have went to school to learn how to fix a, a lawnmower because that's actually necessary. And I have respect for people that can do things like that and do it for a reasonable amount of money, just like everybody. A lot of people, like these people at Oberlin College, will look down their look down their nose at people who know how to fix a lawnmower. I think those are very valuable people because when the end of times happen, guess what? Those are the type of people who are going to be. Uh, important. Uh, if you have a, a, a master's degree in uh, diversity studies and communications at Oberlin College and bad things happen, you know, uh, if this uh, Ukraine crisis turns into a, a famine worldwide, guess what? Those people are not going to be very worthwhile. But the people who know how to fix things, they are going to be worthwhile. Anyway, back to that. It says that. Uh, in fact, the push for universal enrollment is relatively new. In 1960, just 7.7% of adult Americans held college degrees. But 60 years later, the number jumped to 35%. Writing on the subject in 2017, the late Walter Williams reported that, quote, one in three college graduates have a job historically performed by those with a high school diploma or equivalent. Williams, citing Ohio University economics professor Richard Vetter, goes on to say the United States was home to, quote, 115 thousand janitors, 16,000 parking lot attendants, 83,000 bartenders, AOC, and about 35,000 taxi drivers with bachelor degrees in 2012. That was AOC, actually. So um, the thing is, is that this college students are not getting their uh, what what is uh, they're not getting a worthwhile education in most cases a lot of them are getting educated in the things that they're they don't ever use and they would be more uh better served to pursue training in something that they liked and that was remunerative and that did not put them in debt uh, but this article is very important because this is one of the things that uh, you see this Mike Rowe, uh, Governor DeSantis is another one who've been saying, look, we need more apprenticeship programs. We and actually Donald Trump did this before before he was uh, uh, before, when he was in office and before uh, the covid election happened. Um, he was he was talking about this, the need for apprenticeship programs for blue collar workers. You know, I, if I had the time. I would like to learn how to weld and you can go and learn how to weld. You can go to a technical college and learn how to weld. That is a, such a great uh, thing that you could have. It's, a, it's such a great skill to weld. Like I said, when, when the, when, and if uh, this things happen that are Ukraine, no wheat, 
no fertilizer, uh, China, uh, EMP attack. Um, we get if we if we're shut down if we're like the Walking Dead, you know, looking society. Uh, after that. Uh, people who can weld are going to be important. People who can fix lawnmowers are going to be important. Uh, people who uh, can go on TV and uh, smear other people as racist because they stopped somebody, they're not going to be important. And actually, if that does happen, then you're going to see quickly how unimportant a lot of college education is. Not to say that I don't think anybody should go to college. Obviously, that's not true. I went to well, eight years of it, but if if more people were told honestly what their job outcomes or, or prospects were based on their degrees and if the US government did not subsidize college the way it does you would have a lot fewer people in college and those people would also be in more productive uh, parts of the economy they would have less debt they would be happier and they would also be serving their fellow man better like fixing my lawnmower well, that's it for the dr tommy show if you are interested go to drtommy.com slash podcast and you can follow us there also if you're in the area and you want to stop in and learn about concierge medicine which is what we do here which is where uh, you and i interact and tracy and you interact on a one-to-one basis with no uh interference that's that's a running theme in my life is uh, outside interference uh, government whatever leave us alone just let us let us do what we want to do we don't need your input i don't need a i don't need an insurance company telling me that i need to check this or that or i have to call them because i want to check this lab or ask him if i want to check this lab i just do it if i feel like the patient needs it and we have a discussion they want it and we figure out it's a good thing that's what we do so anyway, thank you for joining us and uh, have a good weekend until next time. Bye bye.